hey, who's driving this thing anyway? Isn't there, is there anybody behind the wheel here? Anybody driving? Late Thursday afternoon, the federal government of this country confirmed that unvaccinated Canadian truckers will not, will not be exempted from the new federal vaccine mandate. And this is a reversal of what the Canada Border Services Agency told media on Wednesday, which the government said was information provided in error. It took nearly 24 hours for somebody in the federal government to say, you know, we should probably correct that. Hey, who's in charge around here? I thought you, I thought you were driving this thing. I, I'm driving it. So it's a reversal of a reversal. To talk more about it, I'm pleased to welcome back to the program Mike Million, who's president of the Private Motor Truck Council of Canada. Welcome back, Mike. Good afternoon, Alan. How are you? I'm I'm good. Can you take me through the last two days for you and the truckers you represent? Yeah, well, I liked your lead in there. Let's just say if if, if it was being driven by a truck driver, it would have been called it would have been what we call a very devastating accident, I, I believe, uh, and likely wouldn't have been delivered on time. So it, it it's been very very frustrating, confusing. Um, you know, we had a meeting with uh, government officials Wednesday midday. Uh, was provided with clarity on what was going to occur on Saturday. And, you know, we talked earlier in the week about the vaccine mandate, how we felt it was going to affect the supply chain negatively. So I won't revisit all of that. But at least when we left that meeting, we had clear and concise messaging that we then delivered to our membership, uh, along with others in industry. And, you know, about 10 hours after that, a media release comes out um, and then was picked up by almost every media that, that the uh, the decision had been changed while the vaccine mandate was still there for, for foreign nationals. Canadian drivers who returned to Canada on or after the 15th who weren't vaccinated were not going to have to quarantine. So, you know, there was a little bit of hope there. We thought, well, you know, maybe Canada and the U.S. government are getting together and talk. Maybe there's a chance of getting a delay so we have more time to implement this properly. Um, and then a, a real bad thing that happened, first of all, it wasn't communicated to us. It came out in a news release. We found out the same as everybody else did. This is, this um, is the, the release from Canada Border Services Agency that said they were reversing the original decision? That's what you're talking about? Correct, yeah. The one yeah. that said uh, unvaccinated Canadian drivers could return home without having to quarantine. Okay, so, you, so you, don't it, it any, you don't get any official word on that. So that comes out, all right, that, take me through what happens next. What, yeah, we normally do. We didn't on that one. Not us or nobody else in the industry did. Um, so anyway, we then spread the message out to our members, let them know uh, early the next morning. And because of that, because we already have a shortage in the industry, some of our members sent some of their drivers who they'd been sending out for 22 months who were unvaccinated. They had them pick up a load and take it into the U.S. with the assumption that they were not going to have to quarantine when they came home. And... You know, 16 and a half hours later, roughly, another media release comes out and we're told, yeah, never mind. Uh, that message was an error. And now when you come home, you're going to have to quarantine test if you're unvaccinated. And, you know, that's, you know, that did a couple things. One, everybody's head was spinning. Our, we didn't get advanced warning again. There, there was no warning issued to, uh, to industry. We, we had a meeting that was supposed to happen earlier that day. It got pushed back. Then it got pushed back again. 
And then the meeting was set up for, for 6.30 and everything broke on the news at, at 4.30. So uh, again, we didn't know and now we're chasing our tail, pushing out to our members. They have drivers calling. Um, you know, what? I'm going to have to quarantine when I come home now. If I'd known that, I, I wouldn't have left. So all this mass confusion and chaos, in, in, in addition to not the industry not knowing what was going on one day for the next because of the constant changing messaging, has now put some drivers in a position that when they come home, they've quarantined for two weeks. And when they left, they were told by government sources that they didn't have to be quarantined through media releases. I, I can sense the frustration in your voice. <laughs> yeah, you could you could say that. Um, you know, our, our leaders are supposed to provide calmness and certainty when this goes on, and, and this has done anything but. Um, we, as I said, we have a good relationship with Transport Canada, CBSA, consult with them on a regular basis, work with them on a regular basis. And the people we work with on a regular basis, I'm confident in saying, are not the ones that drop the ball on this. Somebody from higher up who's in charge of this uh, has dropped the ball. And, you know, the thing that frustrates me, if this was a messaging error, how did it take 16 and a half hours to send out a message? Like to me, that that should be relatively easy. If the error was that egregious, you should have been quickly able to send out a release within a few hours, notifying all the media people that that message that you got was incorrect and we apologize for the error. Why did it take 16 and a half hours and in, in a whole bunch of meetings for this message to come out yesterday afternoon? I think it's a, it's a great question. And in terms of communications, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, it was out there, it was widely reported. I talked about it on my radio show yesterday. We had it all, it was all over the news. It was everywhere. Uh, and then yeah. for to, to take that long is, is just absolutely mystifying. I'm speaking with Mike Million, who is a president of the Private Motor Truck Council of Canada, talking about the uh, now reversal of the reversal on the rules for Canadian truckers uh, and the va- federal vaccine mandate. D- give me a sense here, Mike, what you think is going to happen in the next couple of weeks to the supply chain as a result of this? Well, I hope I'm wrong. Um, but I'm, I'm pretty confident we're going to see shortages. You know, as, as I mentioned on the uh, on the call earlier in the week, we we have 160,000 drivers between Canada and the U.S. across the border on a regular basis, delivering essential services to us. Our stats indicate um, anywhere between 20 and 25 percent of those drivers uh, are unvaccinated. That means we're removing one fifth to one quarter of the workforce as of January 15th. These drivers deliver medical gases, food for our stores, fuel to heat our homes and our cars, blood that hospitals need for surgeries, pharmaceuticals, like the stuff they deliver, it's, you know, they deliver more than just the stuff we like to make our life enjoyable. They deliver the stuff that we need to make our life safe uh, and, and healthy. Our supply chain already in Canada, we're already suffering a shortage of 23,000 drivers at the end of the third quarter. Supply chains already in a fragile state. We are going to see shortages on our shelves, I believe, and you know, I hope not, but possibly in our in our hospitals within a couple of weeks. Uh, could see some of it sooner. And if we don't see shortages, we're definitely going to see rising costs. We're going to see shortages in some things, but those that can afford the transportation and are lucky enough to get the transportation are going to have to pay more for it. When you remove 
one fifth to one quarter, your capacity is going down. Um, and those costs are going to have to be passed on to us as a society. And we already know where inflation is. Well, thank you, Mike. It's, it's a bleak picture that you paint, but appreciate you bringing us uh, your perspective on it. Thanks again, Mike. Take care. Be well. Thank you. This is Mike Million, who's president of the Private Motor Truck Council of Canada. I, it's a, uh, to me, you know, there's so much going on out there right now. You know, it's difficult to to pinpoint you. We got the new federal modeling out right now, and <clears throat> everyone's going to be focused in on that. But I mean, where's the where's the accountability for this, right? Like, oh, I'm sorry, 16 and a half hours later, we're wrong. That that went out in error, and you heard Mike talk about drivers already on the road. Now on the road, you know, thinking, okay, no, I, they're going to at least push this back. I can come, I can make a trip to the United States. I can come back. I'm not going to have to self-isolate. And then, you you know, you're south of the border and like, oh, hey, by the way, whoops. Like, they're, they're absolutely heads should roll. Somebody, somebody was not paying attention. Somebody was asleep at the wheel. And it's not acceptable. I think we demand more. We deserve more.